Hey, we're Ramones of the Day, and this is Out of Time. One, two, three, four. Welcome to Ramones of the Day, the podcast examining every Ramones song alphabetically from 53rd to the word zero. I'm Molly. And I'm Philip. And today we're discussing Out of Time from 1993's Acid Eaters. Uh, this is gonna be which album? Which this studio is album 13th. is this? Thirteenth. Thirteenth. Thank you. Thirteenth studio jam sesh. <laughs> jam sesh. Produced by uh, Scott Hackwith. Originally written by Mick Jagger and Keith Richards. Heard of them? Off of their 1966 album, Flowers. Flowers. Aftermath. Uh, actually, it's really hard to tell. Yeah, please. Okay, so I know. Okay, okay. so everybody who out there who doesn't know, mm-hmm. Philip is like a huge Rolling Stones fan. He so is. we're going to let him take it away. <laughs> no, I, I don't know if I can explain, but uh, a lot of those British invasion groups, especially like, you especially see it with the Beatles and the Stones, their albums were just released weird in the States versus the UK. Mm-hmm. So, like, I say it's from the, their album Flowers. It probably also appeared on Aftermath, which is around the same time. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you f- look at their albums from those times, like, the songs just, like, traded places mm-hmm. all the time. But they've but it's not the same song. It's two different versions I of the same song. I think it's two different versions it of the same It definitely is two different versions. But on one version of Aftermath, it is nowhere to be seen. On another version of Aftermath, there is one. Interesting. On one version of Flowers, it is nowhere to be seen. On another version, yeah. it is one, and it's this other one. And on top yeah. of that, the Rolling Stones also produced, well, Mick Jagger also produced a version of this song for his friend, uh, Hayworth. Oh, What's his name? Uh, Farlow. Farlow. Hayworth. Farlow. Hayworth. Hayworth. Farlow. Farlow, who had a hit with it in yeah. the UK. We're as gonna, well. We're going to get to that, too. Okay. So, um, basically, um, take it away, Philip. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right? Um, yeah. Uh, song category, love. Mm-hmm. Um, Rolling Stones love, which means it's kind of mean. Oh, I don't know. See, okay, so I'm, I'm familiar with the Rolling Stones, but I'm definitely not a fan in the way you're a fan. So, please They're educate me and our listeners on, we know what kind of love Ramones have. Yes. What is the kind of Ramones that Rolling Stones have and why? The kind of love the, the Rolling Stones have are uh, probably, you would say, misogynistic. Mm. Um, because it's usually, it's kind of it's often kind of nasty, like this type of thing. Where it's like, well, you thought you could do that, but you're you've run out of time. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna have me anymore. Yeah, I can't. I can't do that. You go. I w- yeah. I won't do that for you, but you're gonna do stuff for me. It's mm-hmm. it's. I don't need selfish. you anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's typically the type of love that's okay. Well, that seems consistent. Yeah. With um, their. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Personalities. Right. (laughs) No, no. There's there's probably a few, and there might even be a few on that very album that are, like, more love songs. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, we're also talking about, it's like, let's spend the night together. So, it's not like, it's not let's get married. Yeah. (laughs) It's, it's, hey, come on. Well, if not you, then somebody else. You know, it'll be like, yeah, yeah. Um, Speaking of the Rolling Stones, they played this song zero times, as did the Ramones. So that's something they have in common. Oh, that's never, really interesting. Never played it live. Wow. The, the, either band. Okay. I guess it makes sense because it's, I mean, for the for the Ramones, because it's, it's not in their, like, 
It's a later period song. I'm really trying hard to talk about the Ramones and not the Rolling Stones now. Um, yeah. But it's a later period song for yeah. them. Um, and it's kind of a slower song. And It's a, it's a song, really so. slow song for yeah. the Ramones. Yeah. So that kind of. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. That's out. Um, shout out to my wife. Uh, Sebastian Bach does backing vocals on this. She'd be excited about that. Really? That's she, awesome. She's real into Sebastian Bach. Another sidebar shout out to your wife. She's a mean baker. Yeah. And her treats are always delish. Yep. <laughs> this brought to you by the snacks that Molly keeps stealing. <laughs> oh my God. So many good snacks that she makes for the children. She teaches yeah. and I keep stealing them <laughs> well, out of the mouths look, of babes. They have plenty of time. Yeah. What this else? Is, today belongs to you. <laughs> um, uh, I was going to say something about that Farlow cover. Okay, please do. Um, it contains the same backing vocal track that the Rolling Stones used. But the backing track from the Flowers version. I believe that's not right. Not from the Aftermath version. Right. Yeah. Right. Which is a little odd and I guess lazy. But at the same time, it's like, well, if we got this line around. Is it? To use the same backing track? Yeah. I mean, I guess my question would be, did the Rolling Stones assume that nobody in America heard that Farlow version? Maybe that's what it was. And so with, they were the, like, with the UK, US version, they're like, you know what? We got this. We spent however much yeah. we spent to get that done. So we now really like it. Put that on there and yeah. send that over there. And then they're going to release ours. Well, shit. Okay. Well, yeah, go ahead. Just go ahead and release them all. <laughs> release all of them. Release all of them. Okay. Uh, this song in particular, um, uh, the, the Rolling Stones version, um, is it's not like a huge hit for them, but uh, I was looking up like a couple different little trivias on it, and it was ranked by Vulture Magazine or Vulture Website did a complete ranking of the entire Rolling Stones catalogs. Okay. Catalog, including demos. Mm. It's over like 370 songs. Wow. They ranked this one number 77. Wow. And if anybody knows anything about it, that is above songs like Happy, The Last Time, and Fingerprint File, which I found to be remarkable Mm. that it would be up there, even though I really like that version. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. But you, you want me to keep see, going? Well, what you can't see is Philip just so excited. I am Please, so excited. I want you to just geek out, man. Okay, have fine. Some fun. All right. Well, I don't. I, that's all the facts I have, though. Do you have any other facts to throw in here? I really only have thoughts. Okay. Well, here's here's some thoughts. Please. Um, I'll lead right off and say every time that the Ramones version of this song starts, a part of me shrivels and runs away. Okay. It, the beginning little like Casio keyboard opening. Yeah. Is so unremarkable and not good. Mm-hmm. It bothers me. Okay. Tremendously. Yeah. And so in coming to this and thinking like, oh, the Ramones covering the Rolling Stones, those are two things that I really like. Why is it not working? Um, I thought of a couple reasons why it would be. A, hard for the Ramones to do Rolling Stones, and B, maybe what they should have done. So number one, the challenge. <laughs> because because here's the problem, is the Ramones are not like a bouncy, swinging band mm-hmm. like the Rolling Stones are. Yeah. The Rolling they're, Stones... They're not bluesy. No, they are absolutely not bluesy. Yeah. They're not bluesy, and they're not interested in the rolling part of rock and roll, mm-hmm. but that's like 
all the Rolling Stones are, mm-hmm. is they are like tatters on the floor, a garbage band until somehow they fall into some sort of garbage that becomes majestic. Um, <laughs> that, that's what they do. Is like they mm-hmm. there was somebody I once some interview. I can't remember if it was in like the seventies and they were, they were watching the stones rehearse and they couldn't believe how bad they were hmm. until they weren't. Yeah. And they're just like, they were just playing, playing, playing. And they're like, Oh my God, it was this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's part of their own particular jingle jangle, probably mm-hmm. more heavy on the jangle. Sure. But I mean, to be bracelets. fair, uh, Mick Jagger's voice is extremely stellar. Oh yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh Yeah. Um, so panty that's dropper. number, <laughs> that's number one is the challenge Yeah, that they, they can't do. They can't do the last time. They can't do a lot of their hits because they're too, they're either too swinging or like mm. I thought for a little while about let's spend the night together. Cause it's more of a mm, yeah. driving one, but it's that one's so heavy on piano. It would be mm-hmm. hard to replicate. Um, so the song that I think they should have done. It's probably kind of obvious. There were two that they also had to fit within that year, right? Or those years, the acid eater type years. Yeah. Um, there's one called Have You Seen My Mother Baby Standing in the Shower? Shadow. Okay. It's shower. It's not shower. Uh, Have You Seen My Mother Baby Standing in the Shadow? Um, which is real weird, but is also pretty drivey. Mm-hmm. Could have maybe done that. There's a cool breakdown with some snaps. <laughs> uh, or Paint It Black. Uh-huh. Paint It um, Black is interesting. Yes. With... With the uh, with the note that Vulture ranked that one number six. Wow. So, I mean, we're way up there. Yeah. Um, so then I started thinking more about that. And I'm like, I bet a bunch of punk bands have done punk versions of Painted Black. And sure as hell, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. They're either singing about Burger King or they're, <laughs> or they're covering freaking Painted Black. Well, I don't know... I feel like they weren't choosing, like, super... They, like, all the songs that they chose on Ass Eaters were songs that people would recognize, but I don't feel like they chose, like, number one hits. No, but, I mean, have you ever seen The Rain is pretty yeah, big? Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, I feel like there's some others. Yeah. Like, there's some big ones on there. It just seems... I'm just saying, like, that was... If they set out and said, like, who do we want to cover... Part of the challenge of saying like, oh, the Rolling Stones, great. A lot of them is like, you can't, can't, can't. We, mm-hmm. I don't know if we can do that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. sort of thing. And then with this, in listening, making myself listen to it again today, um, I got the feeling that like, well, I'll back up. The last time we talked about an Acid Eaters song, I think was my back pages. Mm-hmm. And we both really like that. Yeah. And partly because... It was the original song, but they put it through their own filter and just, like, they punk charged it up. Mm -hmm. This one feels like a sort of a traditional version. Like they're trying to do the version. Yeah. Yeah. And I almost wish they would have just sprung for a little extra cash and got that backing vocal that apparently anybody could just (laughs) pick up and use. Oh "Oh my God, that would have been amazing if they got the same backing vocal. That would have been so great. Well, here's the other thing is... Everybody else is using it. Everybody else is using it. Go for it. Uh, no, is there's actually things to like about this version uh-huh. that I found. Okay. Which, if nothing else, it's like Joey's singing the hell out of this turd. Like <laughs> he is, he is doing weird stuff as okay, always, but he's out. really doing. Do you it. think that this song is a turd, or no. you just hate their version? Okay. I got it. No, I love 
This song. This song. Okay. In other versions. But not this version. No. Not that we're there yet, but no. just to be clear. Um, yeah. You really do not like this version I have, of this song. I have only a few more thoughts. Please. And then I'll stop. Um, I thought it was... It's your show. Take it ...sort away. of curious that... Um, okay, well, I'll focus mostly on the part that I don't like that seriously turns me off every time and it's that beginning. It bothers me so much, Okay, Molly. so can I do a sidebar on that little beginning? Yeah. That little tingle, tingle, tingle. Uh-huh. I literally thought it was like... The sound that happens when Scooby-Doo runs. <laughs> so I looked up the sound that Scooby-Doo makes when... Okay. And, and I found some sound effects on YouTube. It's not it. And I'll play one uh, for you right now. Wait. So as It would you can be a see, million times better if it would have been that. As you can see, it's not that. But it always... Whenever I play this song and I hear that opening... I always imagine Scooby-Doo running. <laughs> Point of order. I think you are... You may be closer to remembering when Scooby-Doo would tiptoe. Oh, yeah. Because that's a little, like... We didn't dive deep enough on the Scooby-Doo sound effects. No. But also, the fact that it conjures cartoon imagery for me, I think is part of Ramon aesthetic. And I don't know what came first, the chicken or the egg. They're cartoony and therefore, based on me seeing them in cartoon form, I'm conjuring this image. Or that sound is so silly Mm -hmm. that... and, And... did they feel like that sound was silly and did they like that sound because it was silly or did they get a different feeling from it? I don't know. Because it sounds like they're trying to do the thing. They're just yeah. using a different sound board and so therefore it's coming out different. I guess I I, I try not to be the person who, who always says like the Ramones should do this because who am I? But... A professor at Oxford on the Ramones? (laughs) Okay. I should let the children come to them however (laughs) they come to them. But with that being said, I kind of think what they should have done and what would have been more successful is if they would have done it with a guitar. Mm -hmm. Like tried. They don't have to do the exact riff, but just something like, and then go into it. It's just that one noise sticks out like a sore thumb. Oh, my God. It just becomes really silly. It's not even the the little, the tiptoes. It's the beginning, like, it sounds like Mm. one finger of Mm -hmm. one key of an electric keyboard. Yeah. Beep, beep, beep. Pray for it. Just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So on that note, on that note, that always bothered me. So every time I've had to listen to this, I've been listening to the Rolling Stone version. And the Rolling Stones version is only marred in the fact that it is followed by another ill-advised cover of their own. They cover My Girl. Okay. And it's awful. <laughs> okay. And it's just weird that, like, for a little while, poor me, I'm like, I listen to the Ramones version. I'm like, oh, I'm going to listen to the one I like. So I listen to it, and then it goes into the other. I'm like, oh, nah. man. And then I got to listen to the real version of My Girl, and yeah. that's on and on and on. Hmm. Yeah. That's that's what I got. I had a lot of thoughts about it. I tried to find a better path. I tried to find ways to like this, but I I am a, This might be my least favorite Ramon song. Wow. It's, uh, it's way down there. Wow. It's a big fat leave. Every every part of it. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Good. Uh, 
I like how you knew what you were getting into, Molly, because I was just going to keep talking. <laughs> well, um, I thought either Philip's going to love this because it's a cover of Rolling Stones, or he's going to freaking hate it, and there's not going to be any in between. Yeah, it's... And I was right on <laughs> Yeah, you were very right. It's Considering you just said it's your least favorite Ramon song. I, and it's also hard because I don't know where it would be with my Rolling Stones songs, but it wouldn't be at the bottom of that. I, yeah, I, yeah. I love their version of it. Uh, yeah, but this thing is just... Whew. Hmm. Stinkaroo. Well, I'll tell you, I... I... Listen to the song and just hated it. Just flat out hated it. And then started getting to the Rolling Stone song. Now, I like the Aftermath version better than I like the Flowers version. Okay. I like that guitar a little bit better than the strings. The strings sound so yeah produced and whatever. Whereas the guitar, I think, is a little bit sexier. Okay. And a little bit swingier. Um, and once I, you know, really, when you listen to all the versions together, because there's the two versions of the Rolling Stones and the Farlow version. And, right. and again, with these with these Acid Eater songs, I always feel like I have the same reaction. Whenever I listen to the song, I'm like, I don't understand this. And then I go listen to the original song and I'm like, oh, okay, oh. <laughs> I get it now. And then when I came back to this song after listening to all the other songs, versions so many times... I liked it. And I could wow. actually see how Joey was doing his best Mick Jagger, which is maybe what is not, maybe he guess, shouldn't yeah, have tried so hard of, to do but that. But it's but, kind of in there the but way. But he kind of sounds, I mean, he kind of sure. gets a Jagger sound quality going. Especially near the end when he's saying like that, ow, like he kind of yeah. swallows his Like he's kind of doing his stuff. best Mick Jagger yeah. and legitimately nailing it for Joey Ramone. So I don't know. It's definitely not my favorite song, but after going down the rabbit hole on it, I like it. Wow. You had to go far, though, right? I had to go pretty deep. I'm serious. I had to go pretty deep. Because yeah. at first I was like, I think this is garbage. Sincerely. Sometimes she's listening. And I think what is interesting about the Acid Eaters album is that if you are just picking it up as a laissez-faire fan of Ramones, you may not get it mm-hmm. and you may hate this album. But for me, as somebody who spent a lot of time listening to these dudes and <laughs> never got this album to have the time to sit with it and research the songs that they're doing and try to understand why they're doing it. I like the album and the songs on it a lot better. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Uh, me too. Um, and I remember when we were going to start this, thinking like, oh man, I'm going to have to get to that thing. <laughs> and I actually had higher hopes because that was sort of happening as we were going through the Acid Eater songs and yeah. like sort of getting more context around where they came from. I was hoping my my feeling would go up and it just didn't. Mm-hmm. And it's weird too that the only part that went up was realizing how low I go with that opening. Yeah. And I don't know if it's just... I don't know what it is. It keeps me way down there. There's parts of it that aren't bad, but that part is so bad for Makes me you hate it that so I just much, like yeah. you can't. And it's right in the beginning, so you're just right like, in the beginning. Oh, I'm done. Yeah, every time I played it this week, I like it would surprise me in the worst way. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like walking into a fart. <laughs> just awful. <laughs> That little burp, burp. I'm like, oh, I can't believe I did this to myself. Oh, man. Um, oh. I just want to say one yeah. thing. Um, that on the Rolling Stones YouTube page for this song, uh, the quote by 
Marine vet was that um, this song was released during the time when he was at Vietnam. Hmm. And uh, I just want to quote him specifically because it was pretty interesting. The song was released when I was serving in Vietnam. We all figured we were out of time. We listened to the song every time we went out on patrol. Every time I hear it brings back those days and those memories. The tears still come. I will always remember the Marines I served with. Wow. Thank Ama- you. Amazing quote on this song. Yeah. It like, made me cry when I read it. But then also this song, the not the Ramones version, the Rolling Stones version was in a film, which I never saw, called Coming Home, which is a, a oh, military uh, yeah. film. That uh, I'm sure John Voight is in it, I think. I'm not sure. But I'm sure they're using it in the same context of like sure. out of time. But man, that's so freaking powerful yeah, in the context did... of, you know, I Yeah, I had not world. thought of that. Yeah. I had always just taken it at its word that it's about. Yeah telling some girl that she's yeah lost it but i just love you know music in general how it can just touch people and how yeah. these these guys when they're and women sorry not to say guys these people when they write these things and produce these things they have intentions but when it goes out into the world they're you know they're taken and loved by people for so many different ways and reasons and i, don't yeah. know, I just thought that was really beautiful and no it powerful. is that's great yeah um do you have a most valuable? Oh God, I you know I just really didn't care. <laughs> yeah, enough to really come up with one, and maybe I would say I don't know. Give it to Johnny just because we so rarely give it to him, and I'm sure. <laughs> well, he you would... don't. You don't. I feel like yeah. He's I don't lesser. Really. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull uh, a Molly Hale and give it to Dee Dee for not being on it. Nice. Because you hate you it, guys. <laughs> man, I can't. Yeah, it just there's no. Yeah, nothing. Mm-hmm. I guess the best part of it, if I'm gonna take an optimistic look at it, the best part of it was that it got you to listen to those other versions mm-hmm, to kind of yeah. see, yeah. like, oh, there's something there. Totally. I mean, but yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to get hate mail on this, but mm-hmm. I mean, maybe I won't even go there. But, what? Um, no, go for well, it. Well, I was going to say, it's not that I don't like the Rolling Stones. What I like of the Rolling, Rolling Stones, I love. Hmm. But I do tend to think that they are over. You, you're not going to hurt me. I know. But I, you're I not going like, to hurt me. I feel like everybody Seriously? listening is like, shut the fuck no. up. No, no, no. Not to our I show. also think the Beatles might be overplayed. I'm just <laughs> saying. Okay? Well, here, let me let me back you up as your lawyer. Um, <laughs> I mean, technically, from a very objective standpoint, the Beatles are overplayed. Yeah. Because Super they're played overplayed. all the time. Yeah. Constantly, as if no other bands exist. Always. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that that's like math yeah <laughs> um and two uh i don't think you'd offend i i would doubt very much you would offend anybody listening to this show especially to say something disparaging about the rolling stones who honest to god have made like every mistake possible mm-hmm. and i don't mean just like they made ill-advised creative decisions mm-hmm. i mean like they constantly are not cool in the way that cool people are cool okay. but they are cool it just they're cool because they're popular mm. and to most people popular things are not cool so you're like oh well that's you mean those guys that like the moms listen to right 
those guys, you know. But I mean, like, yeah, that's... but I'm not even being that shallow. I mean, a lot of times <laughs> when the Rolling Stones are on, especially if like an album's playing all together, okay. at about song three, I'm like, <laughs> do we need another one of these? <laughs> yeah, it's not. I mean, but again, when I love a Rolling Stones song, I love it. Okay, it's just that. I could. You are not. Under, I could spread them out over the course of a year, and I'd be fine with it. I get it. Yeah. And you're under. You you don't owe me anything. Yeah, but I know that you specifically, my partner in crime on this podcast, love them. I and, can't help it. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of people love them, and there's a reason why a lot of people love them. Sure. They're great. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, they. Yeah, they're they're weird. Um, they're weird in especially even coming at it from any kind of punk standpoint because they're not they they are at that time almost the thing that bands were literally rebelling against Mm -hmm. i think the i can't remember the clash line but something like no beatles no stones no yeah yeah. it's literally right there like thing they're pushing not them and and to that point too i on, on one of the many uh live concert videos that i own of theirs um, there's one from like 1978 and you can tell that, well, that was when they did some girls and that was sort of their kind of punkish album. Mm-hmm. And they're very, they keep saying, it's like, they're pushing their own legend about how like we had to like show the punks how to be punk and looking at it with 2017 eyes, it was like, these songs are great. You're playing them great. You guys are not punk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. St- Stop doing that. Stop it now. And it's and it's annoying. Mm. And it's the same thing that always happens with the Rolling Stones where it's like, you didn't have to go to that one extra step. Mm-hmm. You were actually going to nail it back here. But you had to like just try to be part of the times. Mm. And so just like, you, we can do whatever we want. We, we went can do and got it all. crazy ripped pants. And you're, like, <laughs> you're like, all right, dude. Like, oh, yeah. um, no, no, that's that's it. Um, I just had one more thing to oh, say. Yeah. Um, which I can't think of now, so maybe we'll just cut that part out. Well, I will say, please. Um, just in passing, to not just talk about the Rolling Stones all the time, um, go out there and uh, find a uh, a Facebook group dedicated to the Ramones, because where we might not find all the Joey and Jeans pictures, there are there are some people doing some good work. <laughs> I don't know what Google searches they have. But they are... They are top-notch. Crushing it. <laughs> they are non-stop. I can't... I have to turn off my notification now because for a while oh, I was on, I'm fun. like, I'm going to pay attention to these because, you know, that's yeah. actually where, sometimes where I get the articles that we yeah, refer totally. to and stuff. And now it's like, oh my God, you guys. But enough with the jeans. <laughs> um, no, last thing... I'm sorry. I didn't no, remember. Great. The one last thing I want to say was, uh, you know, when choosing this song, and this is pretty far into Ramon's career, yeah. that I'm wondering if at any point... Joey, who is a vocalist and wants to be a vocalist, is actively saying, who do I want to attempt their vocal styling? Or like, what would be fun or, you know, a challenge to try to do a Mick Jagger or try to do an Elvis or try to do a whatever, you know? Yeah. No, yeah. I I think production kind of lets him down on this. That, like, Mm -hmm. I, I am partial to that, like, orchestral version of the of the song that the stones do. And you could almost see like the, the Phil Spector element of it that, yeah. that he, like could have totally killed yeah. it. Yeah. And it just like, ugh, just getting no support. 
This is. I actually is love how much you hate their version oh of this song. Oh my god! I think it's so great. It is. It's frustrating too because I was gonna say this is like if you watch a baseball game where a pitcher throws like a one hitter. Yeah. And his team gives him no support. Yeah. yeah. No run scored. I'm like you guys. I'm doing everything <laughs> yeah i have 17 strikeouts yeah like, you can't get a run we're covering the stones this should be a no-brainer oh yeah yeah, yeah. but that's yeah <laughs> <laughs> Love oh, i'm it. glad i got it out of my system okay well listen philip is there anything else you want to say about ramones rolling stones <gasps> Ramones covering Rolling Stones. Rolling Stones covering Rolling Stones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not today. I think I've probably said enough. Okay, awesome. Well, that's all I got. Um, thank you so much for joining us today. Follow us on Twitter at Ramones Podcast. Follow us on Facebook at Ramones the Day Podcast. And join us next time. We'll be discussing Outsider on Ramones the Day. Mm-hmm.